0: Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today started on a great adventure and realized years into a successful business what her why was. She then went from being a brand about the most magical place on earth to following the mantra magic looks good on you because your magic is your superpower and the world deserves to see it. Please welcome the designer and creator of Shop Gasco, Brittany Salter. What's going on, Brittany?
1: hanging out how's it going
0: i'm doing well doing well so first question i always ask what's your go-to lunch sandwich
1: oh an italian sandwich no matter where all day every day
0: nice okay i like it do you have a specific place that you go to uh to enjoy one at
1: um honestly it's different every day sometimes i crave it from one place sometimes i crave it from another so
0: okay I like I like how you're being general. That's something that I would do when people ask me questions when it comes to sandwiches. (laughs) I try to not to be like it depends. So uh, so I definitely get it. So let's take a small let's take some some bites into this intro. Um, You originally I kind of mentioned that you originally had a brand about the magical place on earth or basically obviously theme parks, pop culture. Um, You had a brand that you started originally. It was called Great Adventure Supply Company. And um, had a huge following, over 20,000 followers um, with definitely some fun, great um, concepts and ideas. Can you tell me a little bit about um, you know, because obviously we're not talking about that brand, so I kind of want to know a little bit about what made you decide to go from that type of brand to transition into? And do you go by do you what do you call your brand Shop Gasco
1: or just Gasco? I kind of just stick to Shop Gasco. I don't really know why. I think it's because everyone started calling Great Adventure Supply Company Gasco. I just want to like differentiate the two. But yeah, so I had Great Adventure Supply Co. Started that in 2017 when I first moved to Orlando. Um, I have a degree in advertising with a minor in social media. So I was trying to get a job, couldn't get one. And I was like, well, how can I like, essentially make my own job to prove to these companies that I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Started my little social media journey. Um, We had a design that said churros, but it was a rip of the Adidas logo.
0: I love it. Yes.
1: It kind of blew up overnight. So I was like, well, I guess this is my job now. And we grew really fast. um, Probably too fast. And Like you said, uh, 20K in like a year and a half, lots of t-shirts, lots of fun. But a couple years into it, I just realized like it was taking the fun out Mm -hmm. of Disney for me. Um, it's, It's a really niche industry, so it's really easy to get imposter syndrome and feel like you're like this small fish and everyone's copying you or you feel like you're copying other people. And honestly, like I love t-shirts, but it wasn't that it wasn't my like end goal. Yeah. And over COVID, you know, you have to pivot. And I was like, you know, I don't really like doing this anymore. It was work. And like, of course, it's a business. It's going to be work, but there was no part of it. That was fun for me. Yeah. Um. In 2019, I had a really bad, uh, like mental breakdown because of it. And I, I think there were 12 girls that I reached out to and started a mental health month line. I designed two t-shirts and I think a journal that year Mm -hmm. and had 12 girls kind of rep it for me. And we all like opened up about our mental health on Instagram. And that was kind of the start where I was like, this is, this feels right. This is like kind of the direction I want to go. And I spent a year trying to like mesh that world with Disney and it worked, but I still just was like, this isn't, this isn't for me. This isn't what I want to be doing. This isn't what I feel like I should be doing. Yeah. So over COVID I had this like realization I like still have the paper in my office. I sat this one night. It was like 11 p.m. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to have a mental health themed boutique where it's all about dressing the way you want and being the person you want because what helped me through was like getting dressed every day and getting dressed how I wanted to not, oh, well, you know, I sell graphic tees, so I need to wear a graphic tee every day. And yeah, that's
0: how Gasco started. So, and and one of the things that I found interesting, and I was kind of curious about that, because I know you guys, when you were doing, um, in the years that you were doing the Great Adventure Supply Co, you were doing Mental Health Awareness Month, and you were doing those. So it's kind of funny that you already kind of had it, and you were already doing it um, you know, you were doing it for a month and, but at the same time, like, so I was like, it was one of those things that I found very interesting. Cause I was like looking and I was like, wow, I'm like, who knew that she actually kind of was like her, she was kind of almost telling herself what she really wanted to do, uh, without actually doing it. Cause you, you decided you wanted to kind of theme it that way for a month and you were doing that. And then you did that transition. So it's, it's really amazing. Um, how you kind of went that route with it? Um, I'm kind of curious though. Like you, you said your why. So like, so now, now that you know what it is that you want to do, what is your why? What would you say, people, when people ask you, like, hey, what's your why? What, what is your why?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I mean, (laughs) I definitely, I feel like I could sit and talk about it for hours. But to like sum it up, it's definitely to create a space where people who are struggling have a place that they can go and know like you know especially with like influencer culture you see all these people on the internet like dress really cool and seem like they've got it all together but like you don't know what anyone's going through correct and like clothes are one universal thing that people can relate to and come together on and like as silly as it is like oh this girl's wearing really cool pants and it like opens the door to talk about that And then through that, like learn about other people and learn about mental health. And then um, on our Instagram, every month I like go into what the month is about mental health wise, um, like important months, important days, um, more of like an educational side. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually like starting to move more into that. I have like a really big thing I'm working on for that. So it's just like to open that door for conversations and to advocate for like mental health awareness and getting help when you need it or like having someone to talk to through like and not as serious terms as like oh go talk to a doctor because sometimes like yes get go to a doctor go to therapy but also like sometimes you just want to be able to talk to someone who gets it Mm -hmm. you know
0: no, I totally get that. Totally get that. And then one of the things that I really appreciate about your brand um, is the fact that you guys also donate about ten percent of your sales to different organizations every month, uh, which I think is uh, which is great because it kind of fits in perfectly with you being able to talk about different different topics, different organizations, different areas of mental well health awareness. Um, and I think, um, and I've talked to I've I've even talked to when I talk to just okay about it when he was i was like telling him i was like you know we're in a time right now where mental health awareness is like so key and pivotal um especially after because of covid and while we're in covid um those elements have become you know a lot of people got to spend a lot of time with by themselves or with themselves and it gives you a lot of time to think and so that's always um that's always the tough part about it. So how would you describe, because obviously, and um, and and I'm and it's kind of, I am figure if I ask you this question, maybe it'll lead to my next one. So how would you describe if someone were to, if like no one's seen your website and obviously you go to shopgasco.com uh, to check it out, but if no one's gone to it, how would you describe like, what would they see? Because obviously you got some fun t-shirts, but you have a variety of different other things. So I'm kind of curious if you can kind of give a little bit of a, you know, kind of a pitch of what your brand is about now.
1: Oh, well, the number one thing I tell everyone is it is a woman's boutique, but not like anyone that you've seen before. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of fun, loud, funky magic. (laughs) Um, I work really hard to source stuff that you're not going to find everywhere. Stuff that like you would, uh, honestly, our tagline should be like, well, I couldn't wear that but yes, you can, because that's what everyone says. It's like, I could never wear that. But that's the point is like, you want to, so you should.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and that's something that I found very interesting. Cause like one of the, one of the products that you just released or brought back, um where these like rainbow bright lounge shorts. Yeah. Um which are like super cool and it totally is a perfect name for it cuz that's exactly what it reminds me of <laughs> uh a rainbow bright um when it when it comes to that. So that that's kind of where I was leading to cuz I was kind of curious like so do you guys design I know you design your products in-house um and then kind of encourage, you know, obviously through like the front and bright ideas. So like where do you get your inspiration from on when coming up with products is it just something like this is what i would wear or are you listening to folks like where where are you getting that information from to kind of inspire what you're uh, you know what's going to be on uh, available on your on your store
1: so everything that we sell that is screen printed or stuff like that t-shirts hoodies bags everything i design and i print in house All of that pretty much stemmed from the shirts that I started making for Great Adventure. Um, I kind of just took the same theme and rolled it into like what I think would look cool. Mm -hmm. That's how it started. Now um, I try and take a lot from what people say they like and what they would wear. Obviously I want what the people want. Um, Design wise, I just make designs that I think are cool. Sometimes they work and sometimes they're really good sellers and then sometimes I have a design where I think it's really cool and I sell too. So yeah. um and then everything else I just source from manufacturers and I spend a lot of time doing that trying to make sure I find really cool stuff and not just the same strappy crop tops or white or beige. And like I love that that's some people's thing but it's just, I want to be different, you know. Yeah,
0: and if you want to wear that underneath a bright, uh, a bright shirt or a very big, uh, baggy, fun sweater, you definitely can. Exactly. You know, that's kind of the the beauty of it. Um, yeah, I saw that you you had gone to as a Ve- you went to Vegas, right? You went to Magic. Yes. Is, is that what you did? And yeah. uh, and so then you basically were going in there as you were going really more as a buyer than trying to see the new trends in the styles, is that what you're going for? Or were you going more for to actually purchase some products that kind of go with it? Because you definitely have, you, I mean, I was looking at your store and I was getting overwhelmed in the sense of like, <laughs> I'm like, Holy crap. She's got like shoes. She's got like shoes and purses and sweaters and, and hoodies and, and shirts and, and, and purses. And I'm like, where, how, I'm like, this is just so much. So I'm like, so are you, you know, is that kind of what you're trying to do? Like you're offsetting those things with pieces that you find To, you know, that inspire you and kind of call to your brand?
1: Yeah. So, Magic is the biggest fashion trade show where it's manufacturers and wholesalers. So, I attend as a buyer, like looking to buy the products for upcoming seasons. And it is a great place to see what's going to be on trend in six months. And it really, because I do make my own t shirts and sweatshirts and stuff, it really does help with okay, these colors are going to be really big and this style of t-shirt is going to be big, not so much this style or like 90s graphics are going to be really in, not so much 80s graphics. So it does, it's pretty, it's a little half and half. The end goal really for me is to be a fully me design everything in the shop and be completely size inclusive and have like that magical safe space but that comes with growth and that will come in time
0: no and that's I totally understand that it's kind of tough when you're trying to find and figure out and sizing and, and especially when it comes to clothes like how many do I order of this and especially when you're trying to create it and buy it so I I could only imagine um how that kind of works out for you so that you didn't answer one of my questions because i was kind of curious like are you printing your own stuff or not uh i know obviously ryan knows how to do all that and so do you so i kind of was figured that would be a part of it um i had a few a few things that i kind of thought was something that caught my eye and obviously it's because i'm a brand owner how the heck are you guys offering (laughs) i just need to ask how are you guys offering free shipping (laughs) i was like (laughs) i was like i look at that and i was like what the because i'm like granted when I ship my stuff, everything comes packaged. So like I already know that like it, it becomes painful and I cringe sometimes, even though I know my customers are paying for the shipping and I'm like, I hate it. But I'm like, I was just kind of curious. I was like, I have to ask her. I'm like, how is she offering? Oh, yeah. Um
1: honestly, that was a big thing, like starting shop gasco. I was like, how can I add value to the brand beyond just oh, I'm another girls are gonna say, oh, it's just another Instagram boutique. Um Our prices on some things are a little high but i have to explain to people like we do donate we do offer free shipping we like so we do all these things so i just um i'm not gonna say it's so much added into the price of things but a little bit is added in and it just the rest that isn't i kind of just eat as a operating cost because i think the value it puts on the brand is worth it especially like women's clothing like I have to compete with Amazon and forever 21 and all these shops or all these stores online that do offer free shipping. So it's like an operating costs.
0: No, totally get that. Totally get that. Can we talk a little bit about, and this is, these are all things of obviously how I, um, my research and how I stock on my guests. <laughs> um, I, can you talk, talk to me a little bit about, and you had brought it up a little bit, but about content your content calendars how how do you work those how do you do those tell me a little bit about it kind of like teach me in a little bit like of you know because i'll be honest with you i'm i should be good at this uh (laughs) there should be things that are like uh i know like uh, and to and I'll tell you right off the bat, one of my tips and tricks is I tend to look at you know like a national calendar day and see what the day is, and that's usually what helps me figure out what I'm going to post or what I'm going to do. Uh, but I I really should be getting better at creating content or knowing what's going to get posted and plan these things ahead. Um, but uh, I'm not. I mean, I just don't. So I'm kind of curious. Like I saw I saw a picture with like a beautiful calendar with a whole bunch of stuff on it, and I was like, holy. Like, this is insane. So now I'm like, I got to ask her about this because I'm like, I'm totally uh, I'm totally clueless with this uh, as much as I want to try to schedule and do stuff like that. So can you give me a little bit of even though you may not be an expert at it, but you're hey, you're farther ahead than I am. So um, I figured you definitely share some knowledge with me.
1: Okay, well, I appreciate that. Um, I will say my number one thing is being consistent with my content calendar. I make it every month. I don't really stick to it, but. I will say planning out content is such a stress reliever. You're not like waking up being like, crap, I have, if I don't post by this time, it's not going to perform and this and that and whatever. So really I started it probably. I started really sitting down and like planning out a month ahead, probably in October. I haven't really stuck to any month yet, but yeah. I'm working on it. Um, it's a guideline. Really, I, I, kind of broke down content into like four or five different categories so I have like actual photo shoots that we do and then I have like lifestyle content and then I have like user user generated content so like stuff we've been tagged in or stuff people send me and then I have like filler posts which are like memes or and then one big one is like shareable stuff so like little cute inspirational quote, graphics, and stuff like that, and then I'll sit down and say, okay, I have this stuff coming in for the next month, clothing-wise, so I'm like, okay, I need to make content around these pieces, and then I want to make this many new designs, so I'll have to do this many posts for those, and then I kind of just play around, like, okay, well, I don't want, like, the feed to be, like, graphic, 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 but I don't want it to be, like, face, 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 So it's just a lot of playing around. I usually spend a whole day planning out a month. Um, Like I said, I haven't stuck to one full month yet, but hopefully March is that one. Um, And yeah, it just, I put a little calendar on my computer screen. And if I have the picture that I want to use, I plop it in that way I know what photo. And if not, I'll be like, okay, I want a picture of the back of this hoodie on this day or these shorts on this day. And then really what I started doing is I'll do that. And then Monday morning, I'll sit down with it and be like, okay, this is the content I have to make this week, which helps a lot because I'm not like running around being like, I don't have anything to post. And obviously if not posting, you're not getting eyes on your stuff. So.
0: Correct. How often are you, how often are you posting online? And are you posting on, is there particular social medias that are, um, socials that you feel that are you know, most beneficial for your brand?
1: Um, Instagram still, I am trying to get on the TikTok train. I've posted a few, I like, I just got to get more comfortable in front of a camera. And right now it's all video content, reels, yeah. reels, TikToks. YouTube I probably won't dip my toe into
0: YouTube but uh, it's funny it's funny I just had a friend um I said I didn't want to do YouTube shorts but basically I, what I'm noticing more and more is a lot of people are creating content and putting it on all three areas like the YouTube shorts yeah. the 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 reels as well as also the TikToks and uh and and that's kind of the big one and it's weird because right now I feel like I get I get more eyes on my Instagram reels than I do on my TikToks uh when I do post. And I'm trying to get better at it as well. Um, even though of I'm course. probably what was that?
1: It's so interesting because like reels and TikToks, right? They're just reels are just trying to be TikTok, but what performs on reels better is not talking like montages, right? And then TikTok, you need those, but then you need. Someone described it best to me as treat TikTok like your Snapchat. Like just post videos of you, like acting like you're like sending a Snapchat to a friend because that's what performs on TikTok. Like people want your entire personality. They don't yeah. want this like curated. They want
0: Instagram authenticity. Thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's kind of, and the hard part for me is like, I'm not, um, I'm not very in I will say I'm pretty much me the whole time, so it's like I don't which is helps or may not help. I don't know. It's like I am the brand, so I figure I'm a, might as well just be me and talk and do that. but that's kind of the it's it's an interesting animal to try to figure out. Um, I will say though the more the more you feed the beast, the better the the happier it is and therefore it obviously will share you more. Um, and the more people that you can create, um, the one thing that I've been told is like the more you can create content that allows people to comment, um, and even, and create things and, you know, comment and create content to like, kind of like where people are having conversation and community, then obviously that obviously gets more eyes on you. Um, so those are always kind of the big ones that I've noticed, um, with that. So that's always kind of a big one to how much, um, how much and i and I, I had one of my guests that did really well with this and i was kind of curious cuz i'm still trying to get my my arms around it is how much um are you doing with social media ads like doing in like uh you know ad spending and stuff like that with like when it comes to like instagram facebook and all those
1: honestly none <laughs> i probably should but in the beginning cuz i just started shop gasco uh february uh 2021 okay so first starting, I was like, there. I feel like there's not really reason to pump money into ads because I'm so small. I don't really have the inventory to take on if like an ad does really well. And then when it came to the holidays, like you have to spend so much money over the holidays to get your, to get a good ROI that I was like, I'll just, that'll be the focus in 2022. Yeah. And then right now, um, because I don't plan correctly. Um, I'm having some like inventory issues because I do so many events around town mm-hmm. and I'll do an event thinking, oh, this is going to be an event where I might not make a ton of sales, but I'll meet a ton of people and get my name out there. And then I wind up selling like 90% uh-huh. of my inventory. Yep. So it's definitely, and I learned this from Great Adventure too, which like is helpful. There's not, a point in spending money on ads if you don't have the inventory to sell. So why are you going to go spend money on running an ad for a t-shirt that you only have 3 of?
0: Yeah. No, that makes total sense. That makes total sense on when it comes to that aspect of it. It makes total sense. And that's why I was kind of curious. Um when you kind of you brought up a good question and that I was going to ask was Um, What have you learned besides that idea of like the ads and all that stuff from Great Adventure? What have you learned from Great Adventure Supply Co to Shop Gasco? Like what have you transitioned and learned from one and brought to the other?
1: This is a great one. Um, Number one, if it doesn't feel right, you shouldn't be doing it. Like if you get that inkling of like, I don't think this is what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. It's there for a reason. That's probably my biggest one. Number two, luckily, I did learn a lot of business stuff. I made a lot of mistakes with Great Adventure. It was a great time, but number one, pay your taxes. Number two, find a good printer that, like if you're not going to print your own, if you want to do printed apparel, find a printer that is easy to work with, is like really easy to communicate with. You trust, they trust you that relationship is like the most important relationship in a printed apparel business. Number three, a lot of trial and error with Instagram and with, uh, like ads and stuff like that. Um, number four is don't treat a customer like a customer, right? Like if you have a customer, you want to treat them like a friend, everyone, like, They just want to be seen. They want to be heard. They don't want to be like, oh, well, my fans, my customers, like the whole point of like doing a small business is to create your own community. And that's why people support you. So I think that's probably the second biggest thing.
0: Okay. I love those. Those are great. I mean, those are great things, lessons to learn, whether, you know, and it's great that you were able to, you've learned these in order to bring them on to the next one. And I totally agree on, I agree with all of them. In the sense of the fact of like the printer to me is like i that was one of the big things i knew that i wanted to have someone that i could trust that i could have that was local um you know i like the idea of the local just because if there's an error or an issue i don't have to deal with like you know i can just stop by and do things like that um same thing with um the idea of the community aspect of it i think that's like the most important aspect is um you know i i as much as I love the, you know, as much as people love the idea of the numbers, um, kind of like you know, perfect example. Your brand, your original brand, had twenty thousand and had a lot of bunch of people, but like I'm pretty sure you have an amazing, you have an amazing community now, um, with your shop Gasco, and like, and you're building, and it's like a quite, you know, pretty knit. It's a good knit community, and I think that's kind of the important part of these things when you're trying to build something. So, I I love those. I think that's uh, that's great. Um. Speaking of, I, I guess, let, let's talk about um, like top five or, or or maybe some thoughts on how do you keep your sanity running a business?
1: Uh, I'm not the best person to ask.
0: You might be the best person to ask because you obviously like, you know, like obviously the number one is obviously keep you know kind of have like at least for me i know and i'll, I'll kind of help you i'll help out in, in the sense of since obviously this is a we're, we're having a conversation for yeah. me i guess my big one is always i've noticed two things i've always noticed one is um always take a moment to remember reflect on where you've where you've come and where you've got you know you've come that from that
1: is i would say that's a huge one right and that's I mean, that's, that's one that i didn't really ever do with great adventure because it was always just like okay well i hit this i gotta keep going i gotta keep going i never looked back and was like you know i made these cool things that i see walking around orlando and stuff like that um i think that's a huge one another one keeping your sanity is you you really do have to work at a like work-life balance i mean it's pretty much non-existent when you own a small business but you it's like so imperative. Like you can't be small business brain 24 hours or you're gonna burn out and have a mental breakdown.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I totally agree with that. I think that's uh that those are huge. The work life balance trying to figure it out um is is always a, a difficult battle because you always kind of have especially if you're doing something that you love. Um, you're always kind of thinking and going and your mind may always be kind of, uh, possibly running and thinking oh, about yeah. the business. Um, that's may not stop, but that doesn't mean you can't be there present for other important things that need to go on. I mean, there's uh, obviously, you know, that's kind of the, the hard part of having to manage, um, when you're trying to deal with all that, especially in my world, like my world, I totally get it. Cause I'm like, I'm married. I have a full-time job. I have, I have a teenage daughter. So, I mean, it's like, and I'm trying to run a business and do a podcast. So yeah. it's definitely, uh, but at the same time, I also tell people that if there's a will, there's a way, uh, you know, if you really want to, you'll figure out a way of how to do it and, you know, and, and you'll make it, you'll try to make it work.
1: I do think another big one kind of on the, like there when there's a will, there's a way. A big one that I've learned is do not follow people that do the same thing as you. And it, it sounds so backwards, because you're like, well, I want to be a part of this community. But it is the fastest way to feel bad about yourself. It's the fastest way to get imposter syndrome to compare yourself, because you see, like, that's what social media is, right. But if you if your feed is just clogged with other brands doing the exact same thing you are, it's so easy to compare yourself and that's just gonna eat away at you mentally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a tough one, especially since, you know, in the world of social media, you have no idea how things really are. You just, uh, you know, there's no, th- the realities of it. You just see what you see. So it's, that's the beauty of it, of how they framed it and how it's framed sometimes. Um, so I totally get that. And imposter syndrome is definitely a big one. And uh, in, in my world, I suffer from that quite a bit. Um, the imposter syndrome aspect of it. That's always a, a tough one when you're like, mm, am I really that? Am I really good? Is this actually any good? Like what, like, you know, and then, and I think to me, that's kind of where it flips back when that was one of the things that I was thinking of, like, that's so important and kind of helping with the balance is, um, and keeping sanity is the idea that you mentioned about how your customers are like your friends or treat your customers like your friends. Um, I don't know how many times I've had one of those days where I just think I'm like, my brand is crap. And like, why the hell am I even doing this? Um, and then all of a sudden I'll get some random message. Um, it's like the universe basically like hears it and come kind of you get a random message from yeah. someone that says, oh my God, dude, you're doing a great job. Keep killing it. I, you're, you're everywhere. I love it. It's so good. I just saw someone wearing your shirt in this place. And you're and then I'm like, really? And I was like, oh, I was like, maybe. I was like, maybe, maybe I am doing, maybe I am doing it. And so that's kind of the moment where you kind of have to go back, I guess, right? And the whole aspect of you know, thinking back of like, what have I, like, appreciate, be grateful for the things that you, that you've accomplished already, um, and be able to kind of at least take the moment to appreciate those things. And at the same time, build off of those things.
1: Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Those little messages, like the people who send them have no idea that those are like little lifesavers. Like they come at the most perfect times and
0: Uh, And for me, that's one of the reasons why I like I really try to actually be that like, I feel like I'm purposely not not like not not forcefully, but I purposely really do think to myself, I'm like, I want to be able to tell people, you know, like, when well, I, I feel it's very important to be able to give, I mean, we're very, very easy to criticize and complain, especially on social media, but, um, but I'm very, I try to make it a point to either a, um, especially other brands um and other communities, because I know how that is. Um, And I try to tell them, Hey, you're doing a great job. You're killing it. Like, you know, great stuff. You know, it's like those little things all kind of, they all, I mean, it's, it's not lip service, but at the same time, it's also, it's very helpful and it's, uh, yeah. So I always think it's very important to be able to take the time and, and, and obviously appreciate the comments that you're getting from, you know, from, from your friends and your community that are actually responding back to you, which I think is awesome.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome. What, um, what, what do you think, what do you think your like picture, like moment, like, so right now where you're in the process after doing magic and everything like that, um, how do you kind of focus your when you're kind of going into the realm of like next releases planning ahead um like is it your creative style is that something that like sometimes things just hit lightning in a bottle and you're like this is what i want to do next or are you actually planning like series? are you trying to think of playing series or releases out and like you know kind of like based on certain themes how are you working towards that now now that you've uh kind of Experienced it based on, you know, one from one brand to this brand to also seeing what's going on within the marketplace?
1: I do. Me personally, I've worked better in a like lightning in a bottle situation. If I try to force it, it just my anxiety goes through the roof and then I don't get anything done. So I kind of just let it come naturally. The only thing I think I really like spend a lot of time on planning out is uh, mental health month. So the month of May, I work because. Um, we donate more that month, and I try to do. I think so, like last May, I did I think five original designs. So I think I've done like three or four since then. But May is like obviously the month that it's the reason that Shop Gasco exists. It's the reason I do what I do. So I try to make sure that month is pretty planned out. But even then, I still. January starts, and I'm like, okay, you kind of got to have it in the back of your mind. May is coming. Other than that, um, magic helps a lot because I have, like, a timeline of, okay, this type of inventory is coming in, so, you know, it's a lot easier for, like, boutique clothes because it's like, okay, spring, I don't really have to plan what spring is. I know what spring is, and it's not the same with graphic tees. Like graphic tees, I feel like you kind of have to have a little bit of a like planned out schedule. If not, it's just kind of completely random. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, my biggest thing is that's kind of another reason I stopped Great Adventure is I just I was having to force so much that I just wasn't proud of what I was doing. So there will be weeks on in where I I'm like, I don't want to make anything. I don't. And then I'll have a day where I pump out 10 designs and I'm like, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It just kind of, yeah. Sometimes it's the ebb and flow of creativity. And then while, and especially and speaking of creativity, when you have those moments, um, do you sometimes like, do you have a place where you're keeping all these thoughts and ideas? Do you have like a journal? Do you do like, put it on, like, is it on your phone? Where, where, where are you usually putting all this stuff?
1: Um, I am a person who has to write everything down. I envy people who can use their notes app and use their phone. Like, yeah, exactly. I have probably 10 notebooks around the house. Um, I've tried using my notes app. It goes, I write it down and then I open it six months later and I'm like, oh, <laughs> forgot about that. Um, usually, though, when I when that creativity strikes, I try really hard to like just sit down and get it done because if not, I'll have these 10 pieces of paper with designs drawn out and then I don't ever do anything with them. Because I'm like, ah. because because if I don't do it right then, it just doesn't look like what it did in my head. So I'm never happy with it. So it doesn't always work that way, but yeah. I'm definitely a notebook girl though.
0: Yeah. And I, and I figure if you at least kind of get it out out of your head, you can at least kind of make, because sometimes what I'll do is I'll even make myself ver- like uh voice notes, voice memos yeah. if I have to. But for the most part, that's kind of where I've noticed is I have notebooks everywhere as well. I have scratches of pieces of paper. Um, I try to use my note section, same thing as you. I- I'm just not very good at it. I, I have them and they, I do have like a Google keep that sometimes what I'll do is if I get inspired by something, I'll take a picture of it um, and I'll save it and I'll put it in like a, you know, in my Google keeps and I'll start making notes of like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. But sometimes for the most part, it's usually a notebook. Um, and I pretty much use like all different types of notebooks, anything I can find to kind of write in. So I definitely, well, even
1: uh, like if I write notes on my computer, if I don't print it out, it's just gone. I don't look at it for 10 months. Yeah. So like my office, I have like paper all taped to the wall to be like in my face, like, hey, you have this. Don't forget about this.
0: Yeah. No, I get it. What, uh, What advice would you give someone that wants to start something and hasn't?
1: I don't know if this would be like advice, but just start. Starting is the hardest part. Because you like want to do it. That's what happened. Gasco. it took me a year and a half to launch because I was just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And guess what? The hardest part was starting. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely do your research, plan it out. Um, I actually saw this piece of advice yesterday and I was like, I don't know if I would agree with it, but I kind of do if you want to start something new, don't, and this is going to sound so jaded, but I really mean it from a place of love. Don't expect your family and friends to be your biggest supporters. Like they're your family and your friends, but just because you're starting something doesn't mean those are your target customers. Like they'll support you, but- that's not who's going to no, make you no, successful.
0: No, I I, and I'm going to agree 100 percent with you on that. Um, and it's not jaded. It's funny because I actually um, I've been becoming more. Ver- I'm trying to become more like put out into the universe, more things. And uh, and one of the things that I, I don't know why, but it's been something that's been in my head. And I just basically I've always wanted to get to a point where I have like a hanger party. I don't know why, but I want like an airport hangar party. And I want to have like, I want to have like, again, and, and I'm starting to verbalize it way more. So I'm like starting to picture it more like I'm going to have a DJ. We're going to have a photo area for people eating sandwiches. And we're going to probably do some cool stuff with it and all this stuff. And one of the things that I said to my wife, and I said it to her about two weeks ago, exactly kind of in the realm of what you said. I'm like, there's people that may possibly support you or you expect them to support you. And they don't. And that's okay. It is heartbreaking, but I've come to the conclusion and it's kind of one of those things where I kind of took it on early on. I realized this and just in life in general, when like, when things would be like, let's say it was a birthday or something and certain people that you had expectations that would show up, didn't show up. And what I tend to, what I realized was, and what I told myself was don't appreciate the ones that are there. Don't, don't, who cares about the ones like the ones that are supposed to be there are the ones that are going to be there. You know what I mean? And so like, so for me, that was a big one where I basically I'm like, I take it. I mean, I do. I mean, I, for five years I was doing sandwich eating events and a lot of my friends didn't show up to them. And you know what? I, whenever they're like, Oh, I didn't get to make it. You'd be like, you know what? I was like, Oh, don't worry about it. There'll be another one. Like I didn't no skin off my back. Why? Because the ones that were there, the 20 the 30 people that were showing up, those are the ones that wanted to be there. And that's who I want to be there. So um I totally get it. I mean, it's like, and it's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of great. Yeah. Your first time you you create something, you're going to get kind of like, quote unquote, the, I guess the exciting or slash sympathy buy where they buy from you because they're like, you know, kind of like, oh, they feel bad. I don't know if no one's going to buy from them. But then yeah. after that, like, it's the customers that keep buying from you are the ones that you go to. Like, I mean, I mean, I jokingly tell my, my own wife, my own wife, like she like when my wife tells me, hey, I like this design, I'm going to wear it. Like she doesn't have it's not like she's got a collection of deli fresh threads. Okay. Um, she doesn't. I mean, she just doesn't like the way my graphic tees are because they're unisex and she wants women cuts. And and I get it. And same thing with my daughter. I don't even ask my daughter anymore if she's going to wear it or not, because she's just like, eh. and I'm like, if you want it, you just tell me which one you want and we'll get it for you. But other than that, like I don't even ask anymore. So yeah. I totally agree with it. And it's not a bad, and it's not a bad thing about your family. You're not saying about your family. Um, Mm -hmm. You're just going to have some people that don't get it either. I mean, I run a brand that's based on sandwiches. My, my parents, my parents, my parents support me, but it's not like they were ever in the sense of like, oh my God, this is amazing. What a great idea. I mean, my dad wears a bunch of my shirts Cause he has total, like but both of them do, but that's, but that's because I've been doing it for nine years. Guess what? You better buck up and get in, get with, <laughs> get, you better get in with the program. Cause it's not going anywhere. So I totally get it.
1: Yeah. And it's not like a mean thing, but it's just, it's, it's a hard thing to hear when you're first starting. Cause you're like, no, these are my people. Like they're going to support me. Yep. It's like, they can support you, but they're not your, they're not your people business wise.
0: Correct. And it may even be like your, your best friends, like your closest friends, you may be surprised that you don't. And that's okay. You know I mean? At the end of the day, you're not doing, you're not creating your business for them. You're creating the business for yourself and for the, and for your, your, your people, your tribe, your community. Exactly. And those are the ones you should be aiming towards. People may not get it and they may probably say to you once in a while, Brady, why are you, why are you making such bright clothes? Like I wouldn't wear that. Well, guess what? You don't have to wear it. I'm wearing it. I mean, because I look magical when I do. And <laughs> just cause you don't want to, it's okay.
1: Yeah. One of my best friends, she's like, I like, I want to wear your stuff, but I just don't wear color. And it's like, okay. I'm not going to start selling black, white, and cream just so you can buy it. I have Correct. my people yeah. and the people who, like this sort of stuff and yeah
0: yeah it's uh i totally uh i totally understand understand it and i don't i don't take it in a bad way whatsoever but i also think it's depend i also think it's very important how how you, wh- when content comes, how you take it and how you want to spin it and how you want to look at it. And, uh, and I obviously want to try to spin it in a positive way, um, uh, because I don't take it as an insult that my like friends or family aren't supporting me. It's just that maybe it's not, maybe it's not their, their type of sandwich. They don't like it. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of how it is. So I totally get that. How, um, how can people support you, follow you, um, you know, check you out, go shopping online, tell people, give them all the details of where they can, uh, they can find you at.
1: So our handle is the same on every social media platform. It's just at shop Gasco. We do Instagram, we have a Facebook page, we have a TikTok. we have a Pinterest. Um, our website is just www.shopgasco.co. Um, and on our Instagram, we post about all of the pop-ups and markets we do around
0: Orlando. I have to ask before I close the show, you posted a picture on your Instagram and I just need to know if it's true or not. You posted a picture about how you were invited to an event. Was that true or not? because like, so can you tell so it's shop gasco so it's g-a-s-c-o but can you please tell the story about that and like what the picture was and then tell the story before i close up because it is like i was like oh my gosh that's hilarious
1: it's our best performing piece of content so yes um so gasco comes from great adventure supply co which we already said um so it's just shop gasco i'm originally from jacksonville I'm a huge Jacksonville Jags fan. So in like the very first week of October, I got an email from a guy that works in marketing for the Jags asking if I would like to be a vendor at this upcoming festival that they're having in Everbank, which is the stadium in Jacksonville. And I was like, dude, this is so cool. Like, how does they know about me? That's insane. It was a three day barbecue festival, and I've been to like festivals in Jacksonville where, yeah, it's a barbecue festival, but they have like vendors and like local businesses and stuff. So I was like, dude, this is so cool! I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna make it work. It's three days, I can't afford the vendor fee, let alone the amount of inventory I'm gonna need. Didn't hear from him, didn't hear back until like two days before the event, and I had just gotten back from. I like, just gotten back from a trip. I was like, I'm going to make it work. I don't – I if I run out, I run out. I'm going to make it work. So I drive to Jacksonville the day that it starts. There was, like, a huge wreck. It takes me five hours to get there. So I'm late. I run in, and I'm like – and he was like, oh, you're set up right in between this guy selling roof gutters and this guy selling propane. And I just looked around. I was like, um <laughs> – I sell clothes. (laughs) And so, yeah, it was a three-day barbecue festival. Um, Pretty sure they just found me because my name is Gasco. They thought I sold gas. So I had my little retro, brightly colored outfits.
0: So you still sold? You still sold? Because you paid for it and you sold. You're like, I'm paid for it. I'm selling.
1: I was like, well, I'm here. If I... We'll see.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, the entire setup, every man that was in a booth around me was making fun of me. the it, a lot of little like side eyes, like what the hell a lot is of this? weird
0: remarks probably.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's a really good story. So um, let me ask
0: you this spout <laughs> like were, were their feet were females at these events like spouses and stuff like that.
1: There were, it definitely wasn't my target audience. Of course not. There was, there was one girl who still like likes and comments on my Instagram stuff that was like working the event. she was like, this is so cool. I don't know why you're here, but this is so cool. And I was like, thank you. So, I mean, I got potential customers and I did sell some stuff because luckily for me, it got really cold outside and I sold jackets. So, but
0: that's uh yeah that's amazing well I mean hey you're trying to spin it into a positive but I, that could totally <laughs> I mean that could totally be one of those things where you know and the hard part for you probably is at the same time you probably didn't even know what the event was when you were just being asked and invited to so you I don't even know if you asked the question like well, what kind of event is this you're just excited that they wanted to have you uh you know at the stadium to sell
1: oh yeah I mean he said it was a barbecue festival and I just assumed that it was like the little festivals that like cities have where it's like, okay, you pay 50 bucks and then you get to sample all all the
0: different barbecue and all that other stuff.
1: Yeah. It was like a barbecue competition.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Totally (laughs) different. Totally different.
1: Pit masters barbecue competition. Like people could still come and like buy barbecue to try and they had like cooking demos and all this stuff. I mean, I would, not do it again, but it does make for a very good story. And, you know, I got a good laugh out of it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and you rolled with it, which is great. I mean, that's kind of what you want to do. So you definitely rolled with it. That's uh, that's that's hilarious. Now I'm so glad I asked the question because when I saw the picture, I was like, "What the heck?" And I, but I didn't realize it was for a whole event. Like you were there for three days. I thought it was just like you were there for one event, and it was like a day thing, and it just happened to be that. Um it was a whole so, weekend. <laughs> whole weekend, yeah. That's uh, that's definitely crazy. Uh, Brittany, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate um, appreciate it. I think it's, uh, I, I really appreciate chatting with you. I love seeing, um, I love seeing you when we do markets and I see you and I see all the different people wearing your stuff and, um, and your booth area is always busy, uh, which is, uh, which is great. Cause I mean, I think it's super important. I think why, um, especially now in this time, this time, I think it's mental health awareness, um, is, you know, very, wear it loud, very proud, wear it, you know, wear wear it across your chest or, you know, or on your arm, down your arm. you know, it's like, It's literally, um, you know, it's kind of like it's something that's becoming very, very um, open. And I think it's great because I think we conversation is always important. So that's one of the reasons why I thought you'd be great, um, great to talk about. And just because I think, um, you know, I love seeing the different pivot and transition because it's something that you figured out what your why was. uh, And I think it's awesome. Thanks. Very welcome. So that's our show for today. Thank you so much for Brittany Salter uh, of Shop Gasco for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check her out online. If you're in Orlando, definitely check out her social to see if you can maybe see her at an event. Um, If you enjoyed the show, definitely make sure to subscribe. Um, Definitely put some stars, reviews, all that goodness. Well, we appreciate all of it. Um, If you want to support me, check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads, um, and do some shopping as well as also maybe spread that out uh, and tell your friends, especially if if you have, see something that you like, or maybe think that they might be good at, leave a comment and tell them where to go. Um, I always appreciate a good sandwich selfie as well. Um, thank you until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion. Thanks guys.